0: Log Talk Radio. Country and around the world, streaming live on the internet, it's Real Estate Coaching Radio, bringing you the latest news, interviews, and secrets of the top producers. Hosted by award winning real estate coaches, Tim and Julie Harris.
1: And we are back. Welcome back, everyone. It is uh, today's date, obviously, is Thursday, the 30th of 2014, January 2014. We are really looking forward to today's call. It's another topic that we have a feeling will raise a lot of eyebrows. It's about essentially generating your own uh, buyer leads, and the specific topic of today's call is paying for buyer leads. Is it it a stupid business move, or is it something that you should be doing? So we're going to be getting into a lot of the nitty-gritty about buying buyer leads, whether it makes sense for you, and frankly, how to generate your own buyer leads. But before we do that, I obviously want to welcome and 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 introduce my wife and our co-host, Julie Harris. Julie, are you on? Of course you are. I am indeed, yes. Okay, perfect. And I believe Rochelle is going to be joining us today. Rochelle, are you you on? Rochelle will be on shortly. So, Julie, I like to start out every one of our radio shows asking you a question about something you've experienced um, today or recently from one of your coaching calls. And obviously, Julie and I have thousands and thousands of realtors that are in one of our coaching programs, Real Estate Coaching Essentials, maybe maybe the accredited short sale designation class, the, you know, the property management class, but a, a vast majority of you are uh, in the Real Estate Coaching Essentials uh, coaching program or soon will be because that really is, I think, probably the best overall coaching program that we offer. And if you want to learn more about that, you can, of course, go to timandjulieharris.com. So in any event, Julie and I have the pleasure and the honor of coaching a lot of the nation's leading agents and I know we have agents in at least every uh, – well, I know in every state, but in, I'm thinking of how many different countries. I think six or seven different countries. So, you know, it's really quite incredible the opportunity we have not just to help a lot of you but also learn about your markets. And so the markets across the country are very dynamic. There is no national real estate market. Everyone should know that. But I will say for the most part the enthusiasm and the optimism has definitely returned to real estate. The enthusiasm and the optimism is, is, frankly, what is needed for real estate to have a true lasting recovery. If you think back, those of you who were in the business during the real estate crash say seven, eight years ago. I mean, people thought that, well, heck, housing, no one's ever going to want to buy a house again, and and the mindset was so bad, was so sour on real estate that you wouldn't think anyone would ever want to get into real estate. No one would want to get a real estate license, but now what we're seeing, what we're experiencing are, frankly, a lot of you are either returning to the industry or are getting into the industry for the first time, and of course, a lot of our seasoned veterans, you're reporting to us that the competition has never been so fierce, so... If you've ever really truly wanted to invest in your future, maybe this is the time for you to consider a coach. So whom I believe to be the number one coach in the nation is Miss Julie Harris. So Julie, share with us a story, an experience that you've had recently that I think that our listeners would benefit or you think that our listeners would benefit from.
0: Sure, and this is a quick coaching example that is real world, but I, I choose this one from today's calls simply because, It's a very common experience. I try to choose things to discuss that pretty much affect everybody. I had a call with one of my great coaching clients in Pennsylvania this morning, and quite frankly, I was a little bit concerned about her. And I was looking at the call and looking at my past notes and wondering how she had fared between now and our last call. Why? Because our previous call, we had a pretty in depth discussion about how to handle your real estate practice and your mindset. When a deal starts to come unglued and it doesn't go the way you think it's supposed to go, she had basically created some analyzation paralyzation in her own mind and had made up all kinds of dramatic stories about what was going to happen if she had taken if she took a specific offer that basically made the deal short. She was dealing with a group of investors and she basically had convinced herself that they were going to vilify her for the rest of her life. Everything was over, it was the end. Massive tragedy, you know, fire in the streets. This was terrible. She had come up with, she had really paralyzed herself into not just not taking care of that transaction out of fear, but she didn't actually do anything else to make more money, to help other clients, to convert any other leads, because she was so stuck in this analyzation, paralyzation, and drama. So I had used the phrase that I got from you that her thoughts were kind of circling the toilet bowl and that this was causing her to not just perhaps lose this deal, but also lose maybe a month or 60 days worth of future transactions and future helping of other clients because she was so stuck. So we had a heated discussion about that last week. I gave her some scripts to use. We looked at the deal, and we said, well, what is the alternative? The house has been on the market forever. What what else are they to do? They don't want to keep the house. So I advised her to take the offer you know, explain it to the investors and that, you know, as an investor, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. They knew that when they bought the house. So anyway, fast forward to this week and she's fine and everything's great.
1: (laughs) What I'm hearing you say, basically, when I'm translating your story as to mean, is that you were helping, and obviously we help every day, realtors Mm -hmm. who basically mentally and emotionally get stuck in the muck and can't move their businesses forward. Maybe they just have some deals go south. Maybe they have some drama with some seller or some other agent. There's different Mm -hmm. emotional, mental, and then ultimately unfortunate financial things that happen as a result of being stuck in the muck. And That's so right. with this with this gal in particular, how did you get her unstuck? Tell me exactly what you did to move this gal out of the muck. or You know what? This is seasonal. Out of a deep drift of snow. <laughs> yes, or what indeed. And calling? she's in Pennsylvania,
0: so it's appropriate.
1: What were they calling so oh, this Ohio? No, no, polar the vortex. No rollers. rollers. Snow rollers, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I anyway, know. so exactly. she was stuck. she was stuck in a frost heave. And she was trying Mm -hmm. to decide how she was going to move her business forward. And so what were the specific actionable items that you asked her to do so she could get mentally, emotionally, and now financially unstuck? Well, of course,
0: first as a coach, I had her explain to me what the issue was with the transaction just so I would understand what she was going through. And understandably, she was perplexed. She wasn't really making up drama. There were certain things happening. So once I understood that, we looked at this as a coaching moment, not just for this deal, but going forward when you have weird things happen to your transactions. And we looked at all of the different possibilities. We can walk away from the deal. Is that an option? No. We can keep it back on the market. What happens then? Probably, and I asked her, you know, the longer it's on the market, does the price go up or does the price go down? So that's rolling the dice. We're probably going to get a worse offer if we get an offer at all. So what happens if you accept this and you move forward? Well, probably 45 to 90 days at getting through the short sale process, dealing with all the investors, this deal is going to be behind you. So we looked at all of the different options, and then I spoke with her about different ways to present that to her investors. And basically she had some fear of, you know, these guys were a little bit um, verbally aggressive, very direct, very businesslike, and they intimidated her a little bit. So we talked about ways to deal with that and how to present that in a low-drama fashion so she wasn't sucked into them trying to move her around.
1: So we well, did so some let, scripts, let jump, let, that sort of thing. Jules, let me jump in here. So what I'm hearing you say is what you did is you removed her from the emotional cliff that she was hanging off of.
0: Exactly. And you pulled, her, you pulled, her, back
1: up, you pulled her back up onto stable land by helping to remove the emotions and having her focus on the facts first. And then you scripted her so that she could better overcome whatever the issues might be with regards to her seller or the buyers and everybody else. So essentially, That's you kind exactly of took it. her down. You took what was essentially this gal that was, you know, as we say, spinning in the emotional toilet bowl, and you basically mm-hmm. pulled her out, dried her off. You know, told her to put her big girl pants on and then essentially gave her the tools necessary to move her business forward. That's what I'm hearing you say. Yes,
0: and I, I think, you know, a lot of what we do as coaches in these scenarios is give our agents the confidence and the scripts to move forward so that they can stop being locked up with inaction and they can make those phone calls and send those emails and get those transactions done. So she was very, very relieved on this call that she had done that and nothing bad happened. She's in contract, they accepted the deal, they're moving forward. Everything's good. Nobody died of it.
1: All right, perfect. So that's another example of essentially how having your own personal coach can literally put money in your pocket. I mean, cuz yeah, you're giving me an example
0: basically. Yeah
1: well you're giving me an example of a situation where this gal maybe would have been able to save this deal and you were able to help her save it. You were able to give her the tools, the scripts, the techniques, and it sounds like even a plan to get get mm-hmm. the deal in contract and now thirty sixty days from now she's going to have a paycheck so in this particular example, right. you know her coaching is probably paid for it for the entire year because of that one phone call
0: well, that's right, and in fact it was this particular transaction was causing her to not take action on things like completing her business plan, implementing the action steps to do other transactions because she's branching out from investors and doing quote, normal real estate as well. She had a list of things she knew she should have been doing, but she just didn't have the mojo to do it because she was so hung up and stuck. So it's not just that deal. I mean, I'm glad she got that deal together, but it's the big picture. So a lot of coaching is getting the train back on the tracks.
1: Right, and keeping it there and getting it to up to speed mm-hmm. so it can become a bullet train. So, that's right. Julie, that's fantastic. I appreciate that. And everyone, uh, meet Rochelle. And Rochelle, of course, those of you who have been with us for a long period of time, you, of course, know that Rochelle is our one of her many titles as Customer Service Manager, Student Services Director, and I think she has about 10 other titles, too. But I'm going to have Rochelle be on every one of our radio shows, and she is going to be sharing um, a story or an experience, or sometimes just being a read a testimonial, something real world that's happening on the front lines, um, again, across the nation with Realtors. So Rochelle, I understand you have an interesting story to share.
2: I do. I have plenty of interesting stories, but I would have to say this is my (laughs) all-time favorite. It always makes you feel good, and it's pretty much about getting the train back on the tracks. Um, We have a student, I won't mention any names, but they came to us um, kind of desperate and asked me what class should I sign up for and what do you think would be best for me? So kind of going over what the goals were for him, um, we decided on the REO class. He had never done a BPO, he had never had an REO, but it was a direction that he felt like he wanted to go and take his real estate in that direction. So we signed him up for the BPO. I kind of showed him the different things that he needs to do, helped him with his resume and got him ready to go. Well, two days later he calls me and he's freaking out. Rochelle, I just got forty BPOs and this was a Friday.
1: I don't know 40 what I BPO. do I don't know what to do. Forty BPO 40. requests, right? Yeah, 40, forty BPO requests.
2: From one from one asset manager gave him forty BPOs. And he said, I don't know what to do. I've never done a BPO, so we kind of narrowed everything down. I said, do you have a wife? Yep. Do you have kids? Yes. Do they drive? Yep. Do they have iPhones? Yep. Well, there's your team. So I told him to have his kids go with their iPhones, take the pictures, have his wife upload, and give him each $100, and he can walk away with $3,800, and he did. He That's finished awesome. every one of them with an hour left before they were due, and made almost four grand.
1: That is yeah, my uh,
2: absolute favorite.
1: Well again, I mean so, oh my gosh, here's something that's very practical. I hope all of you are paying attention. That's the core focus and that we we will really, really drill down on this on every single coaching call, every single way we communicate with you guys, is that our number one focus is putting you in a position to make money fast. That has to be our principal focus. Because that's what you have to do in your business. It doesn't matter whether you have $100,000 pending, a million dollars pending, or no pendings. Our focus is always going to be putting money in your pocket the fastest and obviously giving you the tools necessary uh, for you to educate your uh, potential buyers and sellers and do a great job for them. So we know ultimately that we are helping not just you, not just your family, but really the entire real estate community that you service by making you a better agent. And in this particular example, Rochelle did a fantastic job of showing a new student how to do BPOs, and then right away, you said, Rochelle, I thought this was interesting, you said the guy was um, uh, money strapped, and then you were what? able to show him... an he was. And you said you were able to show him how to essentially work and in less than 30 days earn close to $4,000. Is that what I heard you say?
2: That is what you heard me say. Absolutely. And the, and one of the major things was he was so afraid that he would not have the $97 to pay for the next month.
1: And he That's basically had enough
2: to pay for three years.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. There's an example. You know, so, guys, obviously, you know, coaching is what we do. Training is what we do. It's what all of us um, are passionate about. So, We will be sharing more stories about actual uh, coachable experiences that Julie's had or I've had and and more success stories on what Rochelle is experiencing at our headquarters. So, Rochelle, thanks for joining us today. I know you have to get back to the phones. And, by the way, Rochelle, if someone wanted to get a hold of you to ask questions about our coaching programs, what number do they call?
2: Uh, They can call 866 422 9497 and my personal extension is 0. So if they press 0, they'll be directed directly to me.
1: Okay, there you go guys. 866-422-9497 and press 0 and you'll be connected directly to Rochelle. All right, thank you for joining us today, Rochelle. So, my everyone, we have got a we've got a really exciting topic for you today. Um, something that frankly uh, is relevant to every single person listening now and obviously listening in replay because a lot of you are downloading off iTunes. But before we get to the topic, well the topic is obviously buyer lead generation and a lot of you have gotten into the habit and I believe a bad habit of paying for buyer lead generation. Before we get to some of the points that we've written down because we wrote down really four critical points for you today, I want to remind all of you that you can call in at 347- Eight five seven one one nine five, and you can ask questions about today's radio show or any of the previous ones that we've done, so you can call in for really any reason, challenge us, debate with us, tell us if you think we're wrong, tell us if you think we're on target. Share any comments that you might have that frankly would be interesting for other listeners, other realtors around the country and around the world to uh, partake in, so you will when you call three four seven. Eight five seven one one nine five. You'll be connected to our screener, Mr. Ventura, and then from there you'll be connected directly to us live on the radio. You can also email your questions to questions at realestatecoachingradio.com. dot Questions at realestatecoachingradio.com. So Julie, without showing your cards and using any of our points to answer my next question, when I mm-hmm. say buyer lead generation. When I t- ask you about that, or a realtor asks you about that, when that mm-hmm. topic comes up, I'm just curious. I mean, having done you you and I both done tens of thousands quite literally, coaching calls with realtors, when that topic comes up, what are your first thoughts if if we're being honest, since we're being unscripted here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay just, no, no seriously, you know what I'm asking, right? I mean, there's, well, there's sure. the, presen- there's the yeah. presentation answer that you would give me to that question, mm-hmm. and then there's the question how you would answer it if I asked you if nobody else was listening. So let's pretend <laughs> that nobody else is listening, and I bring up the topic of working with buyers, or Julie, how do you handle it when a you know a particular coaching client brings up a buyer issue? How do you, what, mm-hmm. what are your first thoughts? Walk me through it without being in presentation mode. Just be honest. Well, it's just you
0: and me talking, you know, and yep. somebody says, something like, you know, how do I create buyer leads? I mean, my my flippant reaction is, seriously? You know, like, (laughs) really? Okay, and then my coaching answer is, let's talk about four or five specific ways that you can get buyer leads without spending any money or spending very little
1: money. Of all the types of
0: leads in real estate to get, they are the easiest.
1: You just said it. I mean, I I can't – I honestly don't understand, and and that's just it. And I'm not trying to be a, you know – contrarian or smart ass, you know, which I normally am. But in this, in this particular example, I honestly don't understand why people are paying for buyer leads, why agents are spending literally tens of millions of dollars to buy buyer leads. I yeah, don't it's get it. That's a massive waste of money. And I you just, don't have, yeah, well, I'm dumbfounded. <laughs> yeah, I mean, w- w- the way Julie and I were raised in this industry is that really buyer leads are some, you know, something that are very easy to generate, and they are. And, frankly, you'd usually have to spend absolutely no money generating them. So I want all of you to actually listen, take notes, pay attention, question yourself, and and really maybe even consider taking action on some of the thoughts we're going to share with you today. If you're buying buyer leads, and you guys, so let's define what buying buyer leads is. Are you paying some big international listing website portal for them to send you buyer leads, where you're paying a flat monthly fee of $250 or $300 just for them to send you buyer leads? Are you paying for someone to you do some sort of pay per click campaign online just to generate buyer leads? Are you paying one of these you know, companies that basically will send you so many buyer leads for so much money per month? Stop it! It's insanity. Hey, guys, guess what? There's a reason that all those companies are in the business of selling buyer leads because they know buyer leads are easy to generate. They're the easiest thing in the world to generate. That's the reason that there's at least 20 or 30 different companies now that are selling buyer leads, because it's easy for them to find them. So find them yourself. The idea of paying someone to buyer lead generate for you is insanity. So on today's call, we are going to share with you four critical points on how you can go about generating your own buyer leads. But first of all, I want to start out by saying something that's very, very important so that you're all very clear. You're going to be hearing things from Julie and I on this radio show, or if you're our coaching students, this is especially important, that are going to, in many cases, really force you to question your thinking and how you're running your own real estate practice. In many cases, some of you, frankly, might not understand completely what we're asking you to do. So I want to put a little disclaimer. For this call and for any calls in the future that we do, any radio shows we do in the future, any coaching calls we have with any of you in the future, before you add a spoke to your wheel, before you stop doing something that's working, okay, or think about stop doing something that might be working, you really have to do Put on your business hat and do an analysis of whether or not what you're doing is actually working. So what do I mean? Let's say right now you are buying buyer leads. You are paying some big company, you know, 200 bucks a month, and you are getting buyer leads. And let's say, for example, you're not sure whether or not that's something you should continue. So I wrote down three points. If you're paying for buyer leads now, I want you to really be honest and ask yourself how many closed transactions – verifiable checks in the bank you have gotten as a result of paying for buyer leads. I want you to then know what your cost per lead was. For example, if you spent $3,000 last year on buyer leads and you closed one transaction, those buyer, that cost for transaction off all those buyer leads was what? $3,000 basically. That's what you spent to generate that one closed transaction. A lot of you don't think like that, but you need to think like that. If you're spending $500 a month, and someone's spending, sending you five buyer leads, each of those leads are costing you $100, whether you close them or not. Now, what's what's honestly happening is a lot of you are spending around $250 to $300 a month, and you're getting approximately 12 to 15 leads a month, and if you're lucky, you're closing maybe six of those units maybe four of those units, something like that, per year. Do the math on it. Depending on your marketplace, that might be a good investment, honestly. That might make sense for you to continue doing. That might be something you don't want to stop and maybe you should consider enhancing, but you at least have to know your own numbers. So, and the last question is, Is what did you actually net from each of the hypothetical closed transactions you had from the buyer leads that you bought? What did you net? Remember, you didn't net the whole commission amount in many cases. Because as I just you know, hopefully helped you to understand, there was the cost of generating that buyer lead. But in addition to that, you also are going to what? Pay your broker. There were other expenses involved that maybe makes it so that that cost per, you know, basically the cost, the amount of money you made after you, um, when you actually looked at the bottom line net on that transaction that came from that paid lead source, you might find that it absolutely positively was a huge waste of money and you shouldn't be doing it anymore. So those are really the analytical drill-down questions you need to be making because some of you are going to be listening to today's show and you're going to be thinking, well, you know what, I'm paying so, you know, so-and-so company $300 a month for buyer leads, and now that Tim and Julie have told me how I can stop doing that, I'm going to stop doing it. I don't want you to stop doing it if the numbers make sense. That would be stupid, um, unethical, irresponsible coaching advice. If what you're doing works, you keep doing it, but you have and to be able to probably do more of it
0: if it works that well, you know.
1: Exactly. If you... It's like, you know, I have, I have lots of uh, coaching students that run radio ads, you know, and the radio ads, I spend a good bit of time with all of my coaching students that run radio ads, tweaking their radio ads, making them work, testing them, going through a system basically to find out whether or not we need to change the text depending on their market, change what the announcer is saying, that sort of thing. And when we find a combination that works, And it works really well. We do more of those spots. So there are some radio ads that we are running so far with a lot of our top coaching students so far this year, and they're working incredibly well at generating very, very motivated seller leads. Well, I'm asking all those coaching students that are running radio to double, triple, quadruple the amount of money they're spending on those ads because they were working so well. 60, 90 days from now, they probably won't work as well. So you got to make hay while the sun's shining. Does that make sense, Joy? But,
0: Tim, this makes sense because you are tracking it. You know the expenditure. You know what's working, what's not working, you, because they are conscious. They're paying attention. They're not winging it. They're not guessing. If you, if you ask those clients, where's your business coming from, they have actual real numbers because they're tracking it. The average agent, the ordinary realtor, does a lot of guesswork, and they're treating their business more like a hobby but expecting the income of a real job. So you're able to make these statements because you've taken the time to actually track real numbers. So if you guys are deciding to continue paying for a paid buyer source, don't guess at it. Actually look at your transactions. There are some things you guys are paying for where you can't track a single deal to it. Why would you keep paying for that?
1: So, yes, thank you. So moving on, here's the first point that I wrote down. Now, again, the focus on today's call is – is whether, or not even whether, you need to learn how to generate your own buyer leads. You need to put under the absolute most intense microscope that you can muster in your mind anything that you're paying for now, including, by the way, coaching and training services. There's an honest answer for you. If you're paying for our coaching and training services and you're not getting the benefit from it, you need to seriously question whether or not you should continue with it. And call Rochelle, and she'll help you get reengaged. A lot of you have stu- been stuck into, I know, Julie, are you getting emails like this? A lot of agents are emailing saying, I'm going to start with you guys in February, March, April, um, and I want to hire you, Julie, to be my personal coach, but I'm stuck into some sort of ridiculous contract. I mean, you getting emails like that, I am. Yes. hmm Yeah. That's right. Well so guys there's do no it thought until to this you. is
0: over. Yeah.
1: Right, exactly. I mean, we don't have contracts on any of our coaching. It's month to month. We don't have contracts for any of our coaching. When you go and you you know, you hear of a a real estate coach and they're then asking you to commit to spending you know, twelve thousand dollars plus for year's worth of coaching and they make you sign a contract you got to really put on your thinking hat and ask yourself, well, who exactly does this contract benefit, me or the Yeah, where's the accountability the in that? Yeah, where's the accountability? If you stop paying, you get sued. That's how it works. Yeah. So I want you to really think about that when you're going through all of this, you know, Use your thinking hat, guys. You've got to be business people. Be business people first and sales people second. The world wants you, this real estate industry wants you to be a salesperson first and a business person second because the reason it, or a business person, maybe not at all, because if you're just going to be a salesperson, you're way easier to control and manipulate because they know you're not going to be asking the smart questions and making the smart decisions. If you're a business person first, as I know a lot of you are or are becoming, and I have to say a lot of the agents that are coming to the industry have really great business backgrounds. I know you're coaching a lot of people that, you know, basically were executives at other companies and have retired or, you know, were retired involuntarily and now they're looking at real estate as their third, fourth career. You know what? Those people look at real estate like we're asking all of you to look at real estate as a business, as your own CEO. So Julie, the first point I wrote down, or really the second point I wrote down. The first point, guys, again, uh, was essentially analyze if you're spending money for paid buyer lead generation now, analyze whether it makes sense for you to continue it, expand it, or stop it. So be clear on that. Point number two that I wrote down is Harris Coaching Rule, and this is a really good one, point number two, a Harris Coaching Rule is one listing, uh-oh, one listing, that's right, we we're we always going to tell you to learn to be a listing agent, one listing should equal at least five paychecks. Julie, can you explain that?
0: Absolutely. This is one of my favorite things to coach, right? So usually when I'm doing this with a coaching client or we're at a live event or something like that, I have them just do a line drawing of a for sale sign. This is your listing, right? So you've got your little for sale sign, your name, phone number, etc. It's in the yard. looks great. So you have an arrow that points to a dollar sign. So the first thing... Obviously, we want to sell the listing, so that's one transaction. Let's say that's one potential, quote, side, okay, the listing side. Now, draw another arrow with a dollar sign. Maybe you're going to sell it yourself. That's another side. So already we have potentially two transactions. Then we have another arrow with another dollar sign. All of this is business sprouting from your sign. You should have a minimum of one more listing in that very neighborhood, that your listing is in one more listing so every listing you take should create another listing for you minimum so what are we up to three deals right all right so we haven't even talked about the buyer sides generated from that sign and we know from tracking it especially through 1-800 home hotline that 30 percent of your sign calls are actually listing calls in disguise sounds like a buyer call to you because they called asking for the price but unless you asked which home in the neighborhood do you already own you're not aware that that's one of the neighbors calling, thinking about selling their home.
1: So and don't worry about it, guys. Yeah.
0: We're go going ahead. to
1: talk about Wayne Hundred home hotline uh, yep. in a second. So, but go ahead, Julie. Sorry. Yes.
0: Yeah, so, so minimum one more listing, sometimes two or three in that area, when you're doing the things that we coach you to do and working your sign and your listing and doing all those good things. And then, you know, I, I remember distinctly, I've got a client in Detroit. She did eight firesides off of one listing, And, you know, when she took the listing, she thought it was an awful listing because it was on a busy corner and it was kind of up on a hill. But her sign was so obvious and it was a really popular neighborhood, she just continually converted buyer lead off of buyer lead off of buyer lead and was selling everything in the neighborhood, did some just listed just sold cards talking about how she was the one who brought the buyer who made the sale happen in that neighborhood and turned that into more listings in that neighborhood, which then became her farm, all because of what looked like one kind of challenged listing because it didn't have a great yard. It was on a busy corner up on a hill. So that's an example of how one listing, and that wasn't even a fantastic listing, in, in many respects. One listing created at least eight transactions for her.
1: Okay. Now I want all of you to think about what Julie's saying right now. Yes, you have to learn how to list houses. Yes, we're going to show you how to do it. Um, and yes, absolutely, you've got to. If once you learn to last, once you learn to list, you'll last. The next thing, and you hear Julie and I mentioning this all the time, and we mention this every single time we talk to all of you either on a private call or live in a group presentation like this on this radio show, the most important critical thing that's going to determine your long-term success in this or any other business or in life in general is your ability to do quickly follow-up. We're not going to drill down on that now because one of our upcoming points talks about that. But listen to what Julie's saying. Every one of her real-world coaching examples wins ends in a victory because of the fact that the person did quickly follow up that is what matters if you're going to sit around and wait and not get back and think that maybe an hour is fine or think in your mind that, well, they sent me an email, so the only way for me to re- uh, communicate back to them is an email, and I'll just get to it later, or my autoresponder will get it, and blah, 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 Well, you're just like everybody else, and guess what? You don't deserve their business. You don't deserve the success that would come from earning their business. That is a fact. So nothing works if you're not going to be literally doing minute or less lead follow-up on every opportunity that arises in front of you. That means that a email gets returned right away. And if they didn't give you their phone number in the initial email contact, you ask for their phone number and you call them back. There are some stupid rules that realtors were using. That well, if someone communicates with me through Twitter, that means they only want to hear back from me through Twitter. Or if someone Facebooks me. I'm only supposed to be Facebooking them back. Or if someone sends me an email, that means they only want to be communicated via email. Make sure you communicate with the seller that they or the client the way that they want to be communicated with. There is some truth to that, but here's the reality of it. You have to call them back. That is a Harris rule. You have to call them back. If somebody emails you asking for questions on the house, answer their question for the most part, and then ask for their phone number so you can call them back and give them the price. Ask their phone number so you can call them back and give them the information about similar houses that they might not know about. If someone Twitters you or Tweets you or Facebooks you or any of these other different versions or ways that people are communicating nowadays, your only acceptable means of return communication is a phone call. Do not fool yourself. And I don't care if you're dealing with millennials who like to text because – Oh, yes, Tim, what are you talking about? Millennials, you can never call them. You can never reach them on their cell phones. Well, that might be true. But the fact is, is if they want to talk to you because of the fact that they've asked for information, they will take your phone call. So you can text, text, them text them that you're
0: trying to reach them by phone. Please answer your phone. How hard is that? That's
1: right. Exactly. You have to call people back. Oh, my gosh, Julie, I'm not sure what to say. I mean, I've gotten such in the habit of communicating on Twitter, so that I only have to put in 22 letters or whatever it is, <laughs> and, you know, 120, 141, and so now I'm in the mindset that I have to return phone calls. I don't know what to say. What do I do? Yeah. What do I? How do I handle it? I'm not. I don't. I'm not. Uh oh. Scripts. Yes, Right. Simple scripts. None <laughs> of them are hard. They all
0: make sense. And all a script is is an organized question to move the conversation forward.
1: That's it. All right. So point number four. And, again, we're touching on these same points again because they're so important. And the, I think the point number five that we're going to get to in a second will be something that you guys are really going to love and learn a lot from. Point number four that I wrote down, and, again, you'll have heard Julie and I say this hundreds of times. And if you've been with us for, you know, ten years or longer, you'll have heard, this, heard us say this millions of times. And it is so true, always will be true. Learn to list and you, and you will last. If you work only buyers, be ready to fast. So, Julie, explain what that means.
0: That's right. Well, one of the reasons that agents pay for buyer leads is because they either don't have any listings or they don't have enough listings. So it may look like the issue is, quote, not enough buyer leads, but the underlying issue is not being a strong enough listing agent. That's the real issue. And because that takes some skill and some effort and likely some coaching, this issue of having to, of convincing yourself you have to buy buyer leads can last an agent's entire career sometimes if they don't come to terms with the fact that you have to list to last. That really is true. That saying has been around forever because that is the case. You must list to last. And it's interesting because even listing agents that are just kind of getting their feet wet with that two or three listings at a time, they always have the same aha moment. I will never forget when a coaching client said to me, hey, you know what? I love having listings. This is like a big light bulb that went off in her brain, and she was in uh, upstate New York. And I said, well, why is that? She said, because I can sit here in the snow in front of my fireplace with my golden retriever at my feet while all these other agents are out there showing my properties. <laughs> you know, So she was appreciating the fact that she could keep on the phone and talk to sellers and set appointments while everybody else was having to slog through the snow with the buyers, Right. So there are lots of advantages. I mentioned her because that was a big light bulb that she just had one, after, one snowy afternoon, <laughs> the advantage to being a listing agent. So, yes, you have to list to last. How do you become a great listing agent? You've got to remove the thought that you have to memorize everything, get everything all totally organized and be perfect on your listing presentation before you go out there and take listings. The best listing agents have learned a whole lot through the process. It's called experience.
1: Well, so what Julie's saying is yes, have an organized presentation. Yes, have an organized system. Yes, know what to say when to say it. Yes, have a very consistent, easy to follow, duplicatable process. But no, don't wait until you've mastered it all and feel like you could coach it yourself before you actually do it because the reality of it is, is that they don't know that you don't know it cold and, you know, Coaching students, listen, we want you to go out there and get into action. Don't use your lack of, you know, feeling comfortable as your excuse for inaction. You learn while you earn. You learn while you do the actual activity because then you'll learn faster because the pressure of wanting to get it right, the pressure of not wanting to be embarrassed will force you to be better fast. You guys, seriously. The whole concept of either being a buyer's agent in this industry or a listing agent in this industry is insanity if you truly expect to last for a long period of time. You have to be a listing agent primarily, and then the buyer leads are secondary. You will get droves of buyer leads. Harris rule is that for every one listing, you'll have, on average, five other closed transactions, so a lot of those are going to be buyer sides. Get it clear in your mind that your long-term stability, your long-term wealth-building opportunities will only come from you being a listing agent. I don't know how else to say that any clearer. By the way, if you'd like to debate with Julie and I, if you'd like to reinforce what we're saying, if you'd like to share your own experiences – if you're one of our existing coaching students, feel free to call in, 347-857-1195. And I realize that most of them, are, uh, most of you are downloading and listening to this in replay on iTunes. So for future calls, if you'd like to um, email your questions in, email them to questions at realestatecoachingradio.com, questions at realestatecoachingradio.com. And in many cases, they're personal notes and things of that nature, so they're not really appropriate for us to read on the radio show. Um, But we appreciate, certainly, all the testimonials and nice things you guys are offering. So please do send any questions, comments. You don't have to agree with us. Matter of fact, it might be fun if we got somebody who actually was organized and disagreeing with us so we can debate those points live on air. So if you are such a person and you are ready to share your opinions, call us, 347-857-1195. All right, so, Julie, let's get to what really is the heart of today's call. So we've convinced all these guys that they should learn to generate their own listings and they should learn to generate their own buyer leads off their own listings. So we've 100% convinced them that buyer leads are plentiful, that there's no shortage of them. And then really the concept of buying buyer leads only comes from the fact that they're not – or rather they are ignorant on how to take listings. I think we've covered covered those bases sufficiently, don't you? I do. All right. So now the question is, how do you generate your own buyer leads? And I'm going to start out, and Julie and I are going to brainstorm, and we're going to give you some very specific points. But first of all, we're going to start out with the premise that you have one listing. Okay? You have one listing. And if you don't have one listing, seriously consider joining one of our coaching programs and learn how to get one listing. Listings, by the way, depending on your market, are also painfully easy to get, painfully easy to attract to you. Nothing really, guys, in this industry, nothing in this business is hard. It's true. There's not a single one of you that's required advanced education. You have not had to go and get a medical certification for to be do brain surgery in order to list and sell houses. This is the best industry, in my opinion and Julie's opinion, that there is because you can get into this industry and have no income limits on how much money you earn. And the best part of it, think about this conceptually, if you wanted to start a subway today... Don't know how much it would start, cost to start, but I'm going to assume it's going to be at least a quarter million dollars. So you're going to have to borrow, beg, or steal a quarter million dollars to start a Subway. And then it's going to be highly dependent on the location, but I bet, best case scenario, the operator of a Subway franchise in a normal location is going to make, what, maybe $100,000, $150,000 mm-hmm. a year. If you wanted to start a McDonald's, guys, it costs a million dollars up front that you're going to have to, again, borrow, beg, and steal just to get started. So the point of it is is every single type of business, virtually every other business you can get into, is going to require a massive amount of money before you make a tiny amount of money with the exception of what you're doing now as a realtor. Because right now you go out and list properties. In those properties you make 3, 6, some cases 7% margin on when they sell, and the seller, the owner of the property, is paying for your inventory. If you opened up a store where you were selling stationery and you had to have stationery on your shelves, you're paying for that inventory. You're paying to stock your shelves where in the case of being a listing agent, the seller is paying with their inventory for your inventory, and you don't have to pay anything for it. So right, right you at run the end a of the your,
0: your inventory expires practically every day. What if you don't sell all right. that sandwich meat?
1: You still that's have to pay right. for I it, mean, I'm sure. That, that's the beautiful thing about real estate. And guess what, guys? You know, you don't have to have a fancy office. You can operate your real estate practice making hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars per year, from your house. You know, from your basement, from your garage. That's the most beautiful thing if you think about it. Nothing is like that anymore. This is one of the best industries to get in if you're willing to work hard, if you're willing to take a systematized approach, if you're willing to actually learn how to be of service to others. Your competition, as we've been talking about, especially this year, is going to be fierce. Yes, a lot of them will be inexperienced agents, but they're inexperienced agents that are taking more of a business approach to this industry. And I can tell you that from personal experience because Julie and I are coaching a lot of them. You know, Julie and I are coaching people that used to be pilots, used to be executives at different companies. And they know that it's easiest for them to make money if they follow a proven existing system. And that's what all of you have to be doing as well. And if you want to speak with Julie or I directly about our coaching, call 866 422-9497, Four two two nine four nine seven and press extension zero, all right, Julie yes one of i'm I'm gonna tell a story. Can I tell a story mm-hmm. sure all right, so this is this is over a decade ago. I'm standing in our kitchen and we're living at, at New Albany, on a, on a street called Berkeley Square. Don't remember the address, so I'm standing in the kitchen, and all of a sudden my cell phone starts to beep beep, 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 beep beep. I look down mm-hmm. at my cell phone, and this is probably about seven thirty in the evening. And I looked down my cell phone, and it was somebody who was calling in to our eight hundred home hotline number asking about one of our houses for sale, you know getting the recorded free twenty four hour recorded information about the house for sale. Now, this was a new listing that we had that was if I remember correctly, it was right around six hundred and fifty thousand dollars so here it is, and here I get the phone number the system tells me what extension I dialed now. I noticed that the phone number that they're calling from is an out-of-state phone number. So I want all of you to think about this. It's around, you know, it's certainly off after normal office hours. It's around 730. I have somebody from an out-of-state phone number that's calling, asking for information about, listening to information on one of our $650,000 houses we have for sale. So it's 730. What would you have done? Would you have called that person back? Would you have, you know, grabbed your popcorn and gone back and what, on? Would your cell phone have been on? Would your cell phone have been on? Did you have a technology to offer the type of loop that I'm talking about right now that we're going to explain in more detail? So, guys, there's a lot of different systems out there that offer what I'm going to be describing to you, but 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE is by far the best because it is a flat fee, no startup fees, of $35 a month, and you can cancel at any time. You can have unlimited listings. Every other system that's similar, and there's Arch Telecom and there's ProQuest and there's these others, they all require money up front, and they'll all charge you either a per-listing fee or they'll charge you a per-minute fee. 800homehotline.com requires neither. You basically pay $35 a month. And for $35 a month, you can have one or 1,000 listings on there, and there's not going to be an additional charge. So when you're doing your homework on, it's called IVR, Interactive Voice Response uh, Technology, really drill down on what the hidden costs are with every other service. That's the reason Julie and I backed um, 1-800-Home-Hotline.com. So back to my story. Standing in the kitchen, phone goes off. You know, I see it's someone listening. I see it's a great listing. I see it's an out-of-state phone number. I know it's a relocating person. And they're right now troweling for houses for sale and they're okay, still. Well, I have to
0: jump in here, Tim. I have to jump in here and I'll tell you why. Because your mindset about this lead is completely different than most agents. You're already looking at this as a massive opportunity.
1: Yes, right? exactly. But I also Versus know saying, I, Oh,
0: it's seven o'clock they can't be serious.
1: <laughs> but uh, right. I also know, okay, I know that calling people back, communicating immediately, that's one of the critical keys to success. From previous experience, I knew that you and I have sold, at that point, thousands of houses because mainly we trained our staff and even ourselves to call people back immediately. We knew how critical that was. It wasn't a mystery to us. So I called this guy back. And I don't remember all the transactions that came from that one call, but here's what I remember. It was an executive relocating, and it turns out he didn't want to buy that particular house he wanted to buy. It, he ended up buying one that was 900000 but he had two other executives that were relocating that were part of his executive team, and those guys were coming in at the same time. They also bought houses from us. One of the houses that they bought was a listing, and that guy uh, was a listing that we just listed, and, and that guy ended up buying another one of our listings, and it, it ended up being, I don't know, $200,000 worth of connection. I know. I remember. It, that was like one of our best springs yeah. ever. Exactly, wow. and it happened all over like 90-day awesome. period. It was awesome, and it was all because I returned that one phone call. So here's how it works. 800homehotline.com. Go there, check out the site, watch the video, decide if it's for you or not. It will be, so you know it's not a big deal. $35 a month, cancel at any time. First 30 days is free. So the, the, my phone goes off. Imagine right now your phone starts beeping. Uh, you're getting a text. Okay? That's how it's going to come over as an SMS. You look at your phone. The SMS is going to tell you, that this phone number, you know, whatever phone number it is that they're calling from, is calling um, about this particular listing. Now, it can be a home for sale, your listing. It can be one of your uh, friend agents in your office's home for sale that you're running an ad for on Craigslist. Or maybe they let you put the 800 number in their ads on realtor.com because they don't care because you're getting leads that way. Or maybe it's from one of the dozens of other ways that you can place the could phone number. It could be a number.
0: for sale by owner. It could be new construction. Exactly. It could be many things.
1: Well, so staying focused, so you get the call. It's someone calling on one of your listings, you call them back right away, and this is the script that you use. Hello, this is Tim Harris with ABC Realty. As a courtesy, when people call our 800 number, we'd like to give them a quick call back to see if they have any questions about the home they called about. And here's exactly what happens. Go ahead, Julie.
0: Well, are you – is this a recording?
1: Exactly. That's always (laughs) the first response. Always a good uh, spot. yeah
0: i'm I'm driving around in New Albany and i just I've been calling lots of signs you're the only one that answered. I'm just wondering about pricing around here.
1: okay, so stop right there. if you are a realtor and you're looking for a competitive advantage in your marketplace, I just gave you one, and I told you exactly how to use it. Because you called that person back right away, they are going to be blown away. Oh, Tim, aren't people going to be mad? Well, sometimes, one out of 50 probably that you called them right back. But in that particular case, you simply say, Mr. Seller, listen, I always do my best job for my sellers and prospective buyers and try to call people back right away to answer questions they might have. About the home they're calling about. So, do you have any questions for me? Boom, diffused. Do you have any? And by client. the way, That's when you how it use works.
0: that, if that person was a listing lead from the same street as your listing, you pretty much just got their listing by being Johnny on the spot.
1: Okay, so Julie just touched on the next little subpoint I had, and it's so critical, and it's so absolutely powerful. Because imagine you're on a listing presentation. Imagine you're now pulling out a brochure or an ad or something about a house you have for sale. Maybe, if you're smart, you had pre-made a brochure about the actual listing you went on. So you're talking to the seller. You then show how the seller's house is going to be featured on your website. It gives a brief description, and it gives a price. All the We tell you how to write ads to get calls. So then they then call the 800 number. Remember, you're sitting at their kitchen table in front of them. They listen to a recording that you have done earlier in the day on their house, and they're listening, and they're saying, okay, well, that's okay, so you did a little recording on my house. And then you, you smile as you slowly, and this is exactly what we used to do, slowly pull our cell phones out of our you know, jacket pockets, put them on the kitchen table as the SMS came through. And then you say, Mr. Seller, you can hang up now. Or actually, you'd say, Mr. Seller, hold the line. Then you'd show them that on your cell phone, on your iPhone, imagine this, guys, right there on the digital display is the seller's phone number, and uh, obviously, what time of day they called, and the house that they're calling on. So now the seller is curious. Well, that's interesting. How does that work? And then you put this. Then you answer the phone, or then you then you say, Mr. Seller, here's what would normally happen. I'd call you back, but I want to show you another advantage another uh, advantage to listing your house with me. The service is then going to give the seller a option of pressing zero to be connected directly to you, Mr. Seller. Go ahead and press zero on your phone right now. and I'm going to show you what's going to happen. Presses zero. Then right there in front of them, the phone, your cell phone's obviously going to ring because it's being connected. You're going to look the seller in the eye and you're going to say, it treated as if it were an actual buyer call in. Hello, uh, this is Tim Harris. You know, you call them back or they can, they'll call you and you say, okay, so Mr. Seller, imagine if you were a buyer, you would have just essentially been transferred directly to me and I'd be speaking to you about selling your house. Now, then you ask the seller to hang up the phone, they hang up their phone, and you say, Mr. Seller, had you not pressed zero as a prospective buyer, I still would have called you back, typically within 45 to 60 seconds, and I would have used the script, hello, this is Tim Harris with ABC Realty as a courtesy when people call that script, right there, right then, right at that very moment, the seller is blown away. I don't care. How many other houses that your competition has sold, I don't care. How many different websites, I don't care how many different ads with their pretty golden retriever they've had running for decades, how many bus stops or toilet bowl, you know, whatever, that they've been doing branding on. The reality of it is is that little piece of proof that you are going to be Johnny on the spot with all prospective leads will blow the seller away. Julie touched on something with regards to the first calls you get on any new listings is always going to be from neighbors, neighbors who might be thinking about selling their houses, especially at this time of year. So, Julie, what are you thinking about?
0: Well, I'm just thinking about how many times when we asked you know, our, our next listing presentation, how did you hear about us, and they said, well, you called me right back when I called on one of your other listings in the neighborhood.
1: We heard that oh, all Julie. the time. But I'm hearing realtors right now, Jill. Here's what they're thinking. Oh, my God, I don't want to be responsible for calling those people back. And what if I'm, you know, in a movie or whatever? Have an assistant call them back, that's right? right? And but and what i say is, look, if you
0: knew that that call was worth $5,000, 7500 $10,000 worth of commission, what would your mindset be?
1: Well, and here's would the other thing. you still want to hide about,
0: out? Here's <laughs> okay. the,
1: exactly. Here's the other thing that's magic about this, Julie is you are motivated constantly because you're seeing the fruits of your labor show up in the form of SMSs. You're talking with prospective right. buyers and sellers. You're getting better every single day as you communicate more. Now, if you don't have any listings, don't worry about it. Again, you can run ads where you're borrowing listings from your the fellow realtors in your office. You can run the sample ads that come with 800-Home Hotline where you're offering maybe a list of foreclosures in the area or maybe you're offering well, a foreclos- with station.
0: areas uh, where it's kind of low inventory this works particularly well especially if there's new construction around that's not in the mls so for information on all area new construction price ranges neighborhoods and you know builder incentives you can create the 800 number with your own extension and then you go sell all the new construction you don't have to have the listings to run that kind of ad and get that kind of buyer call which, by there the way, after you've got them all in, in contract, those are your future listings two or three years from now when they decide to move up.
1: Okay, now here's a thought for you. You guys are putting your listings on um, the MLS. And let's say you're in, the, in a, one of the markets and one of the more, I think, personally, smart MLS areas where they're leaving it up to the brokers and the agents deciding whether or not they want to syndicate their listings on Zillow, Trillia, and all the other sites, okay? So you are in a marketplace. You decide that you do want to syndicate your listings, you do want your listings appearing on all these different websites, but you don't want to have to pay for your own buyer leads. Hey guys, here's a thought for you: Use Hotline dot com of the first line of the description that shows up on all the syndication websites, so you get all the phone calls. So you get all the leads. There you go. For free. <laughs> Circumvent it. For yeah, free. It's,
0: it's so. I mean, it's free. It's insane, right? So when you learn how to use this, and there are agents out there listening to this right now that say, well, I've had an 800 number for years, and I just don't seem to get anything from it. It's because you haven't studied how to monetize it. So once you figure out how to do this,
1: or well, you don't call it, people I'll back. I'll say, yeah. exactly. You're not calling people back right away. Oh, That's just not my lifestyle. That's not how I want to run my business. Okay, fine. Your competition will call them back right away. You won't make the money. What more do you want me to say? I mean, the, the fact is that made, you should right? buy... You should by now know that the first person that people will buy a house from is almost always the first person they come in contact with. That is a statistical fact. So your job, one of your main core missions of your business, is to be the first person that they speak to when they're ready to buy or sell homes. And that can be through an 800-Home Hotline number. That can be through an open house. That can be through door-to-door canvassing. That can be through a number of different places. But the critical point is the urgency. The urgency, the urgency of calling people back immediately, that's the key difference. And that to make 800-Home Hotline work, to make any system work, you've got to close that loop. You know, you it's essentially like you're fishing. You've cast. You've got the best fishing reel out there. You've, you know, stuck the hook, the worm on the hook, and you it, the worm is in the water, and it's, you know, basically ready to be pulled back in. You feel a tug in the line, and you're just like, nope, you know what? I'm going to wait for that damn fish to climb up here on his own. I'm not pulling him in. <laughs> right. oh, that, that fish is going to have to climb my bucket. Fishy, come on, fishy. Doesn't work like that. you got to pull that fish in if you want to eat. It works the I'll same fail. way. Yeah, exactly. So, Julie, as we went through our points today, I mean, obviously, you and I have a lot of fun uh, because we know it's real. We know it's true because right. we've lived this, because we've done it, because we've made millions of dollars doing what we are asking these guys to do. Why wouldn't someone? Why wouldn't someone use an eight hundred number? Why would someone want to continue paying for their buyer leads? Explain that to me.
0: I have no answer for you. <laughs> I I can't. I'm sorry. I got nothing for you there.
1: I was sort of curious what you were going to say when I thought seventy five percent done with that question. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got, it got nothing there. Especially, you know, it would be one thing if it was like $1,000 a month, then you'd want to think about it, obviously. But, I mean, and I, in our business, I would have probably paid $1,000 a month for that because it was so rocking. But it's so cheap. It's like 37 bucks a month, something like that. It, first month I think it's is $35, is not it? I, I it's
1: should cheap. look, should I? I? mean, it doesn't even matter.
0: Yeah. It's practically free, you know? So that's the thing. And I think really the answer would be, the only answer I can come up with, why somebody wouldn't do it, is just they're too lazy to to make the very small amount of effort to figure it out, which really isn't an excuse.
1: Okay, I just checked it. It's 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM, and you're right, Julie, it's $37 per month. So 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM, go to the website, check it out. It's free for the first 30 days. You have no risk. It's a service we believe in. Not very often will you hear Julie and I promoting a uh, service other than obviously our own coaching, but in this particular case we're going to because we know it works and we know it will make you money. Well, I want to make one
0: one additional small point here. When you're paying online lead sources, that's not a listing tool for you. 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE isn't just a buyer generator. It's a killer listing tool. You do that and your competitors don't. I mean, you have the listing. I remember seeing the looks on seller's faces. You could tell when they were done, they were listing with you. That's it. No questions asked. Where do I sign?
1: You know, it's always funny, Julie, You said this, and as we wrap up today's radio show, how many of those sellers, after they list the house with you, would then go and test after they after you took no, the listing if you're calling back right away? And then when right, you like, did, that's they're too like good blown to be true. away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So they, they'll they'll like call your 800 yeah. number, you know, just that's to right. see if you're going to call them back. And when you exactly. call them back, they are going to be like. And then when you call them back, you can say, oh, well, hello, Julie. I see that you're calling. I, were you just checking the recording? Well, of course you were. By the way, whom do you know who's also thinking about selling their home that might benefit from my Fast Lead follow-up? Uh, 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 uh. Exactly. <laughs> That's all <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. guys, stay focused. If there's anything we can do to help you, remember, you can, of course, email me or Julie directly. My email address is CoachTimHarris at gmail.com, and Julie is CoachJulieHarris at gmail.com. And also, I wanted to let you know that for this or future radio shows, feel free to email us any questions at questions at com. questions at realestatecoachingradio.com. Um, I'm getting a question in. Uh, yes. Okay, so I'm looking to see if Tim said, uh, our screener said we might have a call. Let me check. Um, oh, it looks like we already answered the question. Good. And you can also tomorrow call in at 347-857-1195, 347-857-1195. Hey, guys, coaching students, existing coaching students of ours or one of our coaches, call in. Ask a question. Be brave. Be bold. If it's a silly question, We might make fun of you a little bit, but you'll live, you'll survive, and hopefully you'll learn and you'll get better, you know? I mean, the point of all this is for all of us to share best practices and all of us to make our real estate practices better. So if there's anything we can be doing to help you do that, accomplish that goal, in other words, put money in your pocket, let us know. Give us a call. And, again, that phone number for you if you want to call in tomorrow to the radio show during our live presentation is 347-857-1195. And that happens 12 p.m. Pacific time live every day broadcast live from here in Austin, Texas. Again, the number to call in tomorrow is 347-857-1195. Or, of course, you can email your questions into questions at realestatecoachingradio.com. Hey, do us a favor. Let other realtors know about the radio show. Help us spread the word so we can help as many people as possible. Have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you tomorrow.